Hello and welcome to episode 23 in our series, In the Heart of God. Today, Stephanie and I have a question for you. What do you do when you have had bad dreams or negative dreams? Are you a worrier or are you a warrior? It's time to discuss how to be a dream warrior. Thank you, Apostle Charles. What is our topic of discussion today and how did we decide on this topic? Well, our topic is about dreams. We are going to share why we dream, look at scriptures and biblical examples of dreams, and share some personal accounts of good and bad dreams and their outcomes. We are also going to give specific directions on how to deal with bad or negative dreams. We are addressing this subject because recently a friend had a negative dream and he wasn't quite sure how to handle it. We will share more details about this dream later. But Stephanie, this is a topic we have shared with others over the years and it is something we practice on a regular basis. That is true, Charles. In fact, you taught me the key to handling bad dreams. Good dreams are easy. We embrace them, and we're seldom concerned that they won't come to pass. But before we go into the lesson on handling negative dreams, let's look at some facts about dreams, and more importantly, what the Bible says about dreams. We all know that sleep is a good thing. When we sleep, we dream. Some people say they don't dream, but scientists say everybody dreams. A person may not remember their dreams, but we all dream. In fact, I recently read that other species, even birds, dogs, and spiders dream. But from a biblical perspective, God lets us dream because we are sometimes too busy in the daytime or at other times to really give him the attention that he wants from us. Dreams are God's way of communicating with us. Job chapter 33 verses 15 through 17 reads, In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men in slumberings upon the bed. Then God opens the ears of men and seals their instruction, that he may withdraw man from man's purpose and hide pride from man. So that tells me that God has an additional opportunity to communicate his purposes for us through dreams. Briefly, let's look at some Bible examples of God giving instruction in dreams. Joseph, Mary's husband, was a good example. He had four dreams from God, and he followed through on all of them. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 20, he was told not to be afraid to take Mary for his wife. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 13, he was told to take Jesus and Mary and flee from Bethlehem to Egypt. In Matthew chapter 2, verses 19 and 20, Joseph is told that it is safe to leave Egypt and go back to Israel. 
And in Matthew chapter 2, verse 22, Joseph is warned to go to the region of Galilee instead of going to Judea. In the first three dreams, an angel appeared to instruct Joseph. But in the last dream, God directed him to go to Galilee. And in the Old Testament and New Testament, Joel chapter 2, verse 28, and Acts chapter 2, verse 17, respectively, we are told, quote, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. There are many other scriptures we could cite, Stephanie, but we encourage our listeners to research the subject, dreams in the Bible. For example, in the Old Testament, there's Jacob's dream of the ladder in Genesis chapter 28, and Joseph had six dreams of significance in Genesis chapter 37 and chapters 39 through 41. Well, Charles, let's move into our next subject. How do you handle negative dreams? Well, first of all, we should not be fearful of a negative or bad dream. If it came from God as a warning or if it came from the devil to scare us, we are nevertheless not to be fearful. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven tells us this. Dreams are for warnings not to be fearful, but to pray and bind the fear the enemy wants to put in our hearts. Fear is not in the heart of God. We must acknowledge that God has given us power over that dream to intercede for ourselves and others. We pray in the name of Jesus with authority to bind negative dreams in the earth and to destroy the works of the devil, according to Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, and 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, part C. Finally, know that you or we are chosen by God to have those dreams because he trusts us to intercede prayerfully. He knows we will do it and can do it. So we shouldn't hide from the challenge, but follow through with faith in God's ability to trust us. So what I heard you say is, one, don't be fearful about dreams. Two, acknowledge the power that God has given us. Three, to claim the authority that Jesus has given us and bind the negative dreams. And four, to agree that God has chosen us for this task and that we should follow through with it. And I agree with those four steps, Charles. I would like to reiterate that when it comes to bad dreams, we tend to be afraid and not immediately pray about them. We sometimes accept them as being inevitable. Nothing is inevitable when there is the power to pray because nothing is impossible with God. Prayer turns the situation around instantly. As I said earlier, that's how I used to be until you explained that we are supposed to be praying about these negative dreams and binding them in the earth. Whatsoever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatsoever we shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Matthew 28, verse 18. We simply pray and say in the name of Jesus, Father, I bind this negative thing. Name whatever it is and bind it in the name of Jesus. Don't try to figure it out. Unless you are very experienced or have a gift for interpreting dreams, you will not know what the dream means. 
You might know partly what it means, but not in its entirety, unless, as I said, you have a gift for dream interpretation. But God knows what our dreams mean. That's why we pray in the Holy Spirit. Simply say, Holy Spirit, I need you to go to the throne of God with this dream because I don't know what it means. And let me say this, God's people do not go to fortune tellers and the like. The Holy Spirit is all we need. He is our intercessor and he can take that dream to the throne of God. Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our shortcomings, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Also, you can share with someone who will agree with you in the Spirit to bind these bad or negative dreams. Don't share dreams with people who are full of negativity themselves. Apostle Charles, let's share with our listeners some contemporary accounts of dreams, positive and negative. Okay, recently a friend shared how God told her in a dream that something significant would happen in her life in 30 days. Although she did not write it down, she believed the 30-day time frame coincided with a new career assignment, and it did. In another testimony, a friend dreamed about someone being shot to death. The person in the dream was already deceased by a number of years, so our friend knew that could not have been the actual person in his dream. Shortly after that dream, our friend had a relative who was actually shot multiple times, but survived. I would like to share the acorn dream. You know the acorn dream, right, Charles? Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> this dream symbolized success in selling a home and buying a home for us. It was a sort of silly dream about a squirrel trying to hide a whole bunch of acorns around this huge tree we had outside our first home. I looked at that squirrel and thought, what is he doing? I can see all his acorns. But years later, we sold that house, and when we moved to Virginia, when it was time to buy another home, I saw a bunch of acorns around another tree I had walked past for two years and never noticed the acorns. That was a sign to me that we would successfully purchase a new home. And we did purchase that home, but it was under almost impossible circumstances. So, that is our podcast for today, Dreams and How to Pray and Bind Negative Dreams. Also, you should share this lesson with others who may come to you with negative or bad dreams and are fearful of those dreams becoming manifested. Now, let's go to a closing prayer, which will also recap today's lesson. Okay, we're going to pray and we're asking our listeners to pray along with us. Lord, our prayer is for our listeners to know how to pray when they have negative or bad dreams. 
to know they have power in the name of Jesus to bind the bad dream and destroy whatever works the enemy may be attempting to accomplish. To know they are chosen and ordained by you, dear God, to intercede prayerfully and to have the courage to accept the challenge of praying and binding evil so that good will prevail. And we also pray that each of us will teach others how to pray and overcome fearful dreams. To also learn to receive, embrace, and give thanks for dreams of good and prosperity given by our Lord. And that every power preventing God's glory to be manifested, we pray that those dark powers be paralyzed and bound in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Apostle Charles. And thank you for joining us today. Now, let's return to Apostle Charles as he closes us out and gives us contact information. If you want to contact us or comment on this podcast, please visit our website at cgmissions.com forward slash podcast, where all episodes are available by category and series format. This is Apostle Charles. Until next time, God bless you. Charles George Missions is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Donations may be made through our website, cgmissions.com.